0: like I'm forgetting to do something, but in actuality, I just don't need to do it.
1: You don't need to do it, but you know what you do need to do?
0: Say hello to everybody watching us on YouTube and listening to us on their podcast apps.
1: That's right. Oh,
0: that's right. What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. My name is Luke, and this is Mr. Brett.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Luke and Brett Show. That's right. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you. Please. I don't really feel like I did that song justice. <laughs> you absolutely. It was kind did. of half-hearted, but oh well. It made me happy. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Mr. Tyler is not joining us this week. He's, but beautiful Brett is here. He's having. He's still as, doing as, holiday as... things, I believe. So. I mean. I got Gosh. those done real quick. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, how were how were your holidays, Luke? Uh, they were good. Good. Uh, they were different
0: this year, which w- was weird, but they were still really good. Um, got to see most of the family. Uh, some families in Oregon, so we don't get to see them as much. Yeah. Um, and then Logan and Carly are in Lithuania, which is the weird part because I've never been... At a family function without, them
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just without Logan got on a plane and went to Lithuania.
0: Oh, I wish that would have been awesome, but no, everybody came down to Wichita. This is where the grandparents are, so this is where we hang out. Um, but it was fun; we had a good time hanging out with all the family. What about you?
1: Uh, it was good. Um, we do a lot of hopping around. We got all a lot of family close by, mm-hmm. so we we have lots of events, but um no went good the podcats destroying the studio
0: mm, i can't be mad at that guy
1: podcat come up here
0: get on the table Podcat. <laughs> please just once do something what we ask do do something for us he does nothing he's smelling the cabinets he's a cat He's probably gonna pee on it should um, i get him nah let him do his thing. Oh, just don't okay. let him eat the XLR cords. <laughs>
1: um, happy, many- happy New Year's to you That's as right. well.
0: Everybody else and Leroy, who just talked to us in the chat. Happy New Year's. Yep. Um, and happy new decade by the time... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: telling you, we can't trust this cat.
0: <laughs> um, by the time people listen, it will be 2020. It will. Which wow. is pretty weird. Um yeah, that's that's weird. I don't really know how to feel about that
1: yet. It feels like this year's come up faster. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, we're at the end of the year, and not only the end of the year, but you, the end of a decade. It's... Oh, hi. It's, it's
0: so weird because, like, when you just go to work every day, time seems to just kind of blend together. Yeah. But then we started doing the pod, and so it's like... There's always that moment in the week that, like, starts the week. Like, it's like, yes, a week has happened because I did another live show on YouTube. And we talked about another movie or talked about another video game. And then just to see, like, that was over two two and a half years
1: 130 now. 130 weeks
0: like, ago. And now all of tw- 2019 is past, like, this was the year of the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah. The end of... The Infinity Saga.
1: Yeah, the end of a chapter. The end of the
0: Skywalker Saga. Like, like there's, it was, it's weird that it happened at the end of the decade. I don't know. Like, and then it just went so quick. Oh my gosh, it's kind of annoying.
1: I'm looking forward to 2020 and new things, even though they will still be the same old things.
0: Yes, 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 (laughs) yes, yes.
1: yes.
0: (laughs) New old things. What would we do without constantly rebooting and remaking things? Gotta
1: use those IPs. (laughs) Oh, yes. Welcome, Angel, to the chat. Tyler is missing today. Yes, he is. But that's okay, because you get... M-I-A. You get, you get uh, 50% more Brett and 50% more Loop to cover for him. Is that how the math works? That's went? how it works. That's why I've been eating more. Okay. Um, I've been eating less, though. Oh, no. I can't cover all <laughs> of Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into our weekly recap. Yo. Yep. Uh, I did a Tyler, what did ton you ton oh, this I, week. I did more than I thought I would. I don't know if it's just because it's the holidays and I have a little more downtime, But like, th- or if it's, honestly, I think it's because we're just getting to the end of the year. And I feel like I've. You're
0: pushing to get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. That, but like, some of the stuff I felt like I watched by accident.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, like I was what? Just, like, like I watched Marriage Story. Oh, no, you watched that because I recommended it.
0: Yes, you texted me and Tyler at, what, like, 9 in the morning? Yeah. Or something? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, I watched that last Thursday night. It was good. It was really good. I'd, I'd say you should watch it. And I was like, okay. And I turned it on at, like, 9.30 in the morning. It's not a movie you watch at 9.30 in the morning. A movie about a couple getting divorced. Anyway, the
1: movie was fantastic. I know, like- right?
0: <laughs> like, It's one of the best movies to come out this year. It's not
1: one of my favorite per se yeah it's not super high on my on my favorites but like it is good objectively i feel comfortable
0: enough to say this movie is so well made yeah and it is really good great script great direction and then scarlett johansson and driver are probably gonna win the Oscars sorry Joaquin like I, I still think I'd rather him win because he's Joker and I thought he was really good in that but I'm pretty sure and Driver yeah I think Driver or did. somebody else we might talk about later actually might steal it from him
1: mainly, Driver's got a really good shot
0: mainly because Joker is a comic book movie and I don't know if they're really ready to do that <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. We're getting I there. I won't put it past him. Maybe, if not if not this year, next year. <laughs> Although I don't know what performances will be out next year that will be Oscar-worthy. Timmy shout,
0: Chalamet in Dune is going to get the Oscar.
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> Inevitably. Um, so you watched Marriage Story. I did, too. I, like, it's a, it's probably a fanboy-worthy. Yeah. Like, a high fanboy-worthy. I don't know if it's Booyah just because it's...
0: It's such a small... It's a very intimate. It's such uh, an indie film. Yeah, yeah. It's as indie film definition as you can really get. Mm-hmm. Some people will watch this and they'll be fifteen minutes in and they'll just be like, "This is
1: a snooze fest." Right.
0: It's it's people in a room talking.
1: Like but they're so that's good, what I they're remember so good around, at talking.
0: Like I remember Zach when he was here. He's like, "I don't know if you'll like it because it's yeah. just people in a room talking." And yeah, it's not my favorite thing to watch. Sure, I love watching the Star Wars moments and all that stuff. But I can I can appreciate it. Yeah. And I can recognize their talent. And they did really, really, really good at it. So...
1: That they did. It definitely made it super worth it. Agreed. It's on Netflix. So like... Yeah.
0: Netflix original.
1: Go, like, if, if you're into relationship type of stuff, things that are... About characters, character building. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It is. It's pretty tough to watch. I mean, it's gonna. Um, it's gonna make you feel uncomfortable. It's gonna make you feel emotional. It reminded me of
0: Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. I'll never watch it again. Yeah. There's honestly no reason for me to watch it again. Um. But also, I just don't want to put myself <laughs> through that.
1: <laughs> I don't want to feel those feelings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, really good. I recommend it. Yep. to most film fans I guess I don't know I feel so pretentious here's the thing
1: (laughs) even if it's not your jam like you can always give it a chance always give it like an hour 45 minutes Mm -hmm. see if maybe you're into it maybe Adam Driver is compelling enough maybe ScarJo is compelling enough to just keep you watching and then maybe you'll find something new that you enjoy Mm
0: -hmm. I'm not I don't like watching Scarlett Johansson you don't (laughs) Um, mainly because of her voice I find it so irritating uh, she sounds like a heavy, 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 heavy smoker, and it drives me crazy. But uh, after a while, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. So, even I can let go of my prejudgment of Scarlett Johansson.
1: I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, a movie, I'd, rather than just doing, like, all you and then all me, let's just go back and forth. Okay. That seems more fun. Tyler's not here, so it's easy. We can outvote him. Mm-hmm. Ah, Outvoted, Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Claus. This is a Netflix. Is that the Christmas movie about a oh, mailman? K L A U S. Yes. I was thinking Claus. Like, Not Claus with the C. Like claws, Panther Claus. Like Santa Claus. Okay. Um, this is a really good little movie. It's a different take on like kind of the origin of santa and the that mythology mm-hmm. um but i really like it it's really it's got good emotion it's maybe a little scary for younger kids because um, it's definitely marketed towards younger kids hmm. but there's some maybe some frightening images in there hmm. they push it just a little bit maybe too far but i don't know with what kids watch these days it's they're probably fine Kids are probably more mature than. Yeah, <laughs> I give them credit for. Maybe I just uh, shelter mine.
0: Oh, but that looks looks like some cool animation. It's
1: it's a really cool animation style, um, and I think it'll age really well. It's one that I'm excited to come back and watch again. I don't know if it's an instant classic for me, um, but I think it's got good a good heart there mm-hmm. for you know the story and whatnot. So, uh, it's also probably a fanboy worthy. Cool. And it's probably too late now. It's past Christmas season for most people, so they don't want to watch it, but check it out next hey, year. Hey, I think the
0: 12 days of Christmas are still going, so.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. You can still, still check gone. it out now.
0: Uh, this it has no tomato meter, so that doesn't help me.
1: Ah. <laughs> what else did you do?
0: Um, One of the things I did, um, Tyler mentioned it last week. He had watched two episodes of The Witcher. I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um... I actually wrote a review of it. It's on our website. Shameless (laughs) slug, Unshameless. I'm not. I'm totally (laughs) unashamed. I'm more ashamed of probably some of my writing. Um, Oh, yeah. I was
1: going to edit that.
0: (laughs) Did you ever? No, not yet. It's probably... I I really paid more attention to it this time, Mm. so I think it's a little better. I gave
1: it, like, a brief glance, and it didn't look... There's, like... There's a few things here and there that... I mean, my that might just be personal. Yeah, I'm not you a like, writer. So you like to put zeros in front of your ones. I do
0: because what if there's a season eleven? And <laughs> it's it's just it's a thing that I do. Like, I know that's that's no, my I style. Like I and I did a, it for all of our podcast episodes.
1: I was like, did. there's a good chance we hit a hundred episodes? So glad you. So we I went a hundred so zero one zero for episode zero. ten.
0: That's why I did it. I'm gonna have to start doing zero one three zero, in case we. <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! Oh god! No. You do that now, so. Um, but, but Witcher, yeah. Um, Something about the Witcher. It's it's okay. It's okay. Um, there's two characters in it, who are just so much better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's um, my favorite character, Yennefer. Mm-hmm. Um And then. Henry Cavill's Geralt—they're both really enjoyable. The third main character, Ciri, I <laughs> found her story so annoying. She's mm. running through the woods the entire season, and you're just going, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> like, you've had zero development. You've met one person. Like, this is so uninteresting. Um, but Jennifer and Geralt were the reason that I kept staying to watch. Um, Plus, I mean, the action is is a lot of fun when you can see it. Um, But they just... Whoever wrote this show, I don't understand their decision to have it take place at three similar timelines. I think you could have covered more story if you wouldn't have and just dedicated certain episodes to flashbacks similar Mm. to what Watchmen did. Oh, sure. And it worked tremendously. Um, but this one, you have Yennefer's story, which takes place over several decades. Then you have Geralt's story, which seems to take place over several years. And then you have Ciri, who is like three days. Um, in my review, and I think even the writers compared to this when like, they were like, oh, we were inspired by um, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk and how the storyline is right. put together. And like episode four, I was just like, what is going on? Like, I was trying, like, you know, it's different timelines, but you just, I struggled with trying to connect with why. Like, what is the point of this? And it just, it hurts the, for me, that how much I connect with a lot of the side characters or the main threat. It deals with Siri. Like, yeah. there's people after her. And I just was like, okay, well, when is this taking place compared to everything else? And then, episode five, I mean, characters finally meet. And that's it, it got a lot better when Yennefer and Geralt meet. And that just helped so much. And I don't want to like spoil the show for everybody or anything if you haven't watched it yet. But by the end, everybody is together. I won't say when in that episode, <laughs> when they're together. The very end. <clears throat> um, but
1: setting up that season two, baby. Yeah, that's
0: all, that's all it was. Season one was, okay, um, we need characters to get here for season two, and that can be where we actually start the show. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my gosh. That and, like, a lot of the dialogue of people just talking It's just like, we need to fill an hour of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, characters aren't really figuring themselves out or even explaining who they are to other people. They're just talking. It's like, okay. Like, this is a worthless conversation. I'm going to get <laughs> on my phone real quick. Um, it happens. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of fun monster fights, and the first episode has the best fight. Um, imagine most people have, like, saw it trending on Twitter. It's girl's oh. fight with Renfri. Um, Renfri was one of my favorite characters, and it sucks that she dies in the first freaking episode, and that kind of pissed me off. Um I should also say i haven't read any books and i haven't played any of the games so <laughs> which also that leads to like i talk about this in my review that i wrote they're talking about all this stuff they're like the conjunction of the spheres and i'm like what <laughs> anybody want to explain that is that creation <laughs> is that your creation Nobody ever explains anything. Like, I was just like, man, I have no idea what anybody is talking about. They're using all these monster words and all these magic words. I'm just like,
1: whatever. It's like some of that stuff's probably there for fan current fans yeah. of the series, or you, you know, where yeah. but it just as somebody, if you don't know, yeah, that you, stuff, yeah right, if you don't know, it's gonna take you struggle. out of it. Yeah, the struggle is real.
0: Like this I don't know if this is a bad example, but I think in like every Star Wars movie, somebody asks what the Force is.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: it holds all living things together, binds the universe together, from a certain point of view. Um, but I give it to Matthew McConaughey. I bet some people will like it, even though I didn't really. It has it has its moments. Sure. Um, and I'll watch season two because I think actually it will be a lot better. Cool.
1: So. Well, speaking of ser- of Netflix series, I finished... I had started this a while ago and just had never finished it. Um, a series on Netflix called The Devil Next Door. Oh. Yes. It's one of those, like... Sounds scary. Uh, kind of. It's about a... So it's a real-life story of the... Uh, <laughs> conviction or the trial and conviction of... Ooh, I don't remember what his name, what his, like, Ameri- American game. He was a Ukrainian guy who migrated to America after World War II and was accused of being Ivan the Terrible, who was a concentration camp guard. Um, and it's really interesting. If you know the story, you kind of know where it goes. But, like, I had never heard of the story, so it was kind of interesting to see, like, the... The whole process from like how they suspected him to where they eventually, you know, extradited him to be tried in Israel and hmm. and then in, in Germany and all that the legal process and just the toll it took on his life, but his family's life mm-hmm. and and then and the victims who are you know there's people who John. what kind of evidence do you have? Oh, John Dimon. Demanuk. Dimang- Demanuk. Yeah, I butchered that. I'm sorry. Whew. But very, very good. If you're, especially if you're into those kind of true crime, making a murder, making a murder esque series. Well, what was
0: the other one? The bomb collar one. Evil genius. That Evil genius. That oh was my gosh. Uh,
1: the. Oh, the other one that's. The Bundy, the Bundy one? Bundy one with Zach Efron. I did not watch that one. That one was good too. They have two Bundy ones, I think. Yeah. They have like a, a real one the, and then the movie one. They have the Ted Bundy tapes, which mm. is really creepy because it's the voice of a lot of the voice yeah. of Ted Bundy. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. And then there's the Zach Efron one, which is more of a narrative documentary, I guess. Mm. They're kind of just recreating the different events. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's up, Battle Rifle? thank you for joining us today um i think the only
0: other thing i did was saturday night is that when we saw it uh yeah saturday night we went and saw uncut gyms that was saturday night late saturday night it was a late (laughs) show oh my gosh i was hanging out with my family like all day that day (laughs) and we're everybody's talking about going home and Somebody, it might have been my mom or maybe my cousin or someone was like, no movie? And I was like, oh, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went and saw a movie. <laughs> Ooh, Battle Rifle saw Uncut Gems. Um, Curious to what you have to think. We're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it in Here, in just a second. Oh. You want
1: to talk about it first?
0: Do you have other things besides Uncut Gems? The,
1: other, the only other thing I saw was Aeronauts. Oh. That's a oh. Amazon... Original? Original... Um, I want. There's not much to say about it. It's a movie. It's fine. Eddie Redmayne and uh, Felicity Jones. That's it. I can only can remember her name is Jenner. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, I think they're both good actors, but I don't think they have that much chemistry. Like, they're both awkward enough that, like, on their own, they're kind of endearing, but mm. together, they're just kind of like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. And unfortunately, the majority of this movie takes place with them inside of a balloon basket.
0: That's so, so it's romantic. Like,
1: yeah, but like, it's still pretty gorgeous in terms of like some of the visuals and mm. there's the story, which is based on a true story, but it's like... Was it though? <laughs> it's like based on like three stories and... The lady isn't uh, Jen Erso's character. <laughs> I'm just gonna call her Jen Erso. <laughs> Felicity Jones' character isn't a real, wasn't a real character. Like, they replaced another scientist who was on in the balloon with her, which mm-hmm. kind of, like, eh. Might ruin it a bit. I don't know. Like, it's not even like she was in a, like in Chernobyl, the HBO series. The, like the main girl lady scientist is an amalgamation of a bunch of scientists. Mm. She's there to represent just to make it the story... She's there for science. ...easier, you know, otherwise you have these... You have ten characters that you have to remember. Right. And you don't want that, so you simplify it. This is just a simple, like, a simple, like... Instead of having two scientists go up, we're going to have one scientist go up, and we're going to have this, like, performer lady who... Pilot, who, like... Her character is still based on real people, but, like, the like the actual event didn't occur mm. that way. So, like, that's a little bit of, like, a, uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really recommend it. It's probably <laughs> a straight-to-streaming, honestly. Which that's is why it's on there. Which is why it's on there. I don't <laughs> but know I mean, why it's getting... All, I, I keep seeing things about it, like... In the news, and so I don't know if it's people are try, like, is Amazon trying to get this thing Oscar buzz because it it's not going to win any Oscars? Sorry. Mm. But I mean, they have Honey Boy too. I know, right? Push that? that. Push that one. Where the freak is that? <sighs> okay, let's talk about Uncut Gems because well, actually, that, oh no, I I remembered
0: a couple things. Yeah, that you I watched. Did. I think you you watched them too. Um, his Dark Materials. Oh yeah, had its finale. It was pretty much what I expected. It was fine. Um, Yeah. I'll probably watch season two. Yeah. I have enough interest still to keep
1: going. Um, It's a Matthew, season one's a Matthew McConaughey for me. Yeah, me too. It's like, okay, like, I guess this whole season was set up. (laughs) I feel like at the end of the season I was supposed to be sad, but I wasn't. I was not. No, and that's a bummer based on what happens. (laughs) I should have been sad. Just not at all. But not. It was more like... Okay. <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> um, also, I'm still watching Harley Quinn. I'm really surprised how much I like that show. Um, That's awesome. They're doing a lot of fun things with the DC villain kind of universe. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're making fun of the DC world, yeah. which is just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then Mandalorian
1: finale... Uh, holy crap. Woo, that's all I got to say. Holy crap. Wow. Uh, We're going to do a... Uh, woo. It probably won't be on a, an episode proper, but we'll probably do a TV talk special season. episode that's just about mm-hmm. season one of The Mandalorian when yeah. Tyler's back. So be looking for that. That show is... That was a roller coaster for me. Because I was super high at the beginning, super low, and then it went like, "Oh no, where are we going?" I got so worried, and then and then you know what? They they landed they landed the plane. Yeah, they did. It was like okay. They did a barrel roll while landing that plane, (laughs) (laughs) and that like when I think about it, like I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, Like the middle episodes, I don't like looking back. I don't think they're terrible. It's just it's weird how it goes from a serial show to an episodic show and then back to a serial show. They're just, they're so unnecessary. I think it makes sense in in like, if this was a 13 episode show and the majority of those episodes were episodic, right? They're standalones. That kind of makes more sense, Mm -hmm. but when you've only got 8 episodes and Short. Half of them, and they're short, and half of them are episodic, and you only have these like tie-ins, the beginning and end, as like the serial narrative.
0: I'm curious if they like developed season one. And they're like, this is the story we're going to tell, mm-hmm. and they like laid it all out through the script, and they're like, oh, this is only about you know two and a half hours long. All right, well let's throw some little adventures in there in the middle to to extend the season, so it's not yeah. just a movie, but.
1: There's only one episode I really, really didn't... I really, really disliked.
0: The Tatooine episode?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that episode was That was the only episode that I really disliked.
0: I think most people like it, but I really did not like the prison episode. If there's
1: there's one thing that I've learned about myself over the last (laughs) month and a half of Star Wars, it's that apparently I do not like (laughs) fan (laughs) service.
0: I just... It wasn't, like, any of the fan service in the episode of, like, here's cameos from animated series of voice actors, not characters. Mm-hmm. But I did not like the characters you're created in that episode. I've just found yeah. that irritating. It was like watching a Hondo Anaka episode of Clone Wars or Rebels. They're just, just
1: the worst. I just think you could have taken the characters from episode four and given us... Episodes. Another... Five and One six. or two with, you know, I don't know, you could have tied them together yeah. and then we kind of made it three little story beats throughout the season rather than story beat break. <laughs> and Something then like, like, oh, we're coming back to the beginning for to like finish this part up. <laughs> yeah.
0: But we'll we'll go into that more in our full season review. Absolutely. Um, for TV talk. But. I'm really happy with the way it ended.
1: Yeah, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to season two.
0: <laughs> Uncut gems. Ooh boy! Yeah. So I listened to the soundtrack of this movie today at work, and it just gave me the exact same anxiety that I felt during the movie. Oh, I'm glad I didn't listen then to. <laughs> I'm, so, work. I'm, I'm so it, okay. It wasn't as bad. It's definitely being exaggerated on my part, but. Like I'm listening to the song that plays during the school play, mm-hmm. and I'm just don't listen, boss. I just kind of stopped working. It was just like <laughs> visual gag for podcast listeners. Um, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is intense, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh my gosh, I it's love crazy this movie. How
1: intense it is!
0: I love this movie. I'm I'm so glad that we went and saw it. Me too. Don't lick your bum hole on my coat, <laughs> kitty cat. Thank you.
1: Um, Podcat, come up here. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's gonna get on your coat. Okay, we're it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh, it'll be okay. Um, this is why we can't have nice things. Cause I let the I left the cat in the studio. It's okay. He's a cutie. <laughs> um.
0: That's probably going to take it out of context. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> Back to... What are we reminding. talking about? <laughs> it leaves you with, like, this... You described it perfectly. at When we finished, like, the movie ended and we were sitting there and everyone kind of, like, got up and left. And we're both just sitting there like... What is this adrenaline that's like coursing through my veins right now?
0: It was like you said this was a roller coaster for me. It gives you that feeling when you get off a roller coaster and yeah. you're like, <laughs> should we do that again? Like and you're shaking and your limbs feel weird mm-hmm. and I just I didn't know what to think. The credits were rolling and I was just What? No. What? 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 Like <laughs> it was a state of confusion i i don't know how to describe it it was just a weird feeling so to go it was, a great, our, to go it was with, a great feeling it was a great yeah
1: to go with our our to continue on our um, roller coaster metaphor it honestly it just felt like you started just going up and you hear that the cranking <coughs> and then there's the school play part which is a little bit of a woo. mhm it's not much just just the, it's the like, fake downhill slope just enough to kind of get you relaxed mm-hmm. again and then it's and the entire last 40 minutes of that movie is just and then like and you all like it's like you're going through fog because you think you're you like I gotta be at the top I gotta be at the top and you just you don't know and then you <clears throat> peek and it's like mind blown <laughs> And then there's a sudden
0: loop-de-loop. You pee a little bit, and <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I thought this movie was fantastic. This is an amazing movie. Um, if you don't think Adam Sandler can act, and you can't stand Adam Sandler comedies, you're wrong. This is you're wrong. Like he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love, and then also this. Like also even his old comedies, he's great in those. His new ones are him hanging out with his friends. I'll give you that. But he's a fantastic actor. I agree. Incredible in this movie. He was the other person. I was like, he might steal it from Joaquin. Mainly because. He's Adam Sandler. And when you see somebody do the opposite of what they normally do, I feel like it puts something in your head and you go, whoa. Yeah, that was really good.
1: This is one of those. uh, Years where if Adam Sandler wins, it's. It's maybe more of a he's had a great career and we've forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. We've like lambasted him with this like early Um, 90s comedy. That's all Adam Sandler is. And the truth is, it's not. It's never actually been that. I'd say some of his stuff has been rockier over the past 10 years. mm -hmm. But like, he is a good actor and he came to play. In this movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And
0: I love the way I've never... I don't think I've seen a Safdie Brothers movie. I still want to see Good Time. Um, but I love the way they orchestrate a movie. And you listen to their, their DGA episode. Mm-hmm. And they are talking about... They, they're, they're talking about it in this podcast episode. When you're in a 12 by 12 room with other people... You you hear them have conversations. And so in this movie, there's all kinds of crosstalk all over the place and you can hear everything. And then it's Adam Sandler and Lakeith Stanfield and Kevin Garnett like yelling at each other about diamonds. There's and Nothing gets lost in translation no, either. So it's, it's
1: like really well done. It works. It's similar to Marriage Story in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. where like, the conversation feels so natural because it because it overlaps and it intersects and then but but they do such a good job in in the audio editing and in the just in the script and what is said that like you mm-hmm. don't lose anything. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt
0: like if I would walk into a diamond store in the diamond district of New York, that won't happen. Um. <laughs> I feel like all those conversations are what i would actually hear Mm -hmm. not just everybody else is being silent except for this one conversation that's important over here right but also none of these other people can hear
1: it yeah yeah because movie (laughs) like that movie this movie does the opposite and i love that um supporting cast i thought did a really good job as well was Um, not expecting adina menzel to show up at all Adina Menzel was, was really she's good. She's really good, yeah. Um, I don't remember the actress who plays his... His girlfriend? Girlfriend and uh, mistress. Julia Fox. Julia Fox is also, like... It's her first movie.
0: So good! What the heck? Where do they find these people? Because at like, first
1: you're like, oh, she's just a pretty face, I get it. But, like, she is so core to his character. Yes. And especially that third act. <laughs> that, like... Oh. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, she she was really good. Plus, um, I got to give it to Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Good job, man. Like you don't expect it. And like this movie is like built around. I'm pretty sure it's this did, was this a true story. I don't think it was. No, I don't believe so. OK, I didn't think so either. But this f- fictional story is like built around a true sporting event. Almost. Yeah. Like something I remember. It's, it's just weird. But like. <laughs> ah, Ugh. And then also, like we were talking before, Lakeith Stanfield is in this, and then like he's the detective, the FBI agent mm-hmm. in Knives Out. It's like the complete opposite characters, and just see him do both those roles is, is really really cool. Yes, Battle Rifle confirms not a true story. Thank you, Battle Rifle.
1: <laughs> I did not think so. <laughs> um- you had mentioned the the soundtrack I think that that really uh, works to the film's Oh shoot I, I, I loved the score for this I kind of want to listen to it now by I, itself I, just to see what that emotional reaction is if you for would me. if
0: when you listen to the score you're like this is not what was in the movie yeah it's synth it like it it's like a happy stranger Things soundtrack hmm it <laughs> It doesn't make any sense that it's a soundtrack, but it works so good in the movie, especially (laughs) like the school play stuff where it's doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So good.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the real MVP of this movie for itself was just,
1: just the anxiety it gives you. Yeah. It's, it's a movie that makes you emote. It's, uh, like, there's movies that are that are made to make you cry. There's movies that are made to make you think. And then there's movies that are, like, and there's horror movies that are made to scare you. This is, like, the best thriller movie that's not scary. Yeah, this movie makes you go,
0: Oh, my gosh, dude, what is wrong with you? Doing something right for once. Like, I, I was rubbing my hands all over my face and through my hair like I am now. just like I feel like the whole movie is like, oh, dude, come on, don't, no, no, no.
1: The best... Here you go again. (laughs) The best characters, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it, the best characters in any story are characters that have agency, that make interesting decisions, and... His character, Adam Sandler's character in the story, makes the most interesting decision every time, and, and it, all within his character. And too. it works, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You believe it. Oh, getting <sighs> worked up just thinking about <sighs> me it. me
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I really, really want to see it again. I don't. I don't know when because there's so much coming out. There's so and, many other things we got to check. Out yeah, yet. but <laughs> I also think I just need to calm down a bit. I think I need. I watched Clone Wars all day Sunday after the <laughs> Chiefs game because I just didn't feel like
1: I could watch anything else. I came home from this movie yes, at 1 a.m. Yep, I had to pour a drink. I didn't do that. <laughs> And I sat down and I watched Star Wars Rebels because I needed I needed something just to ch- I just needed to chill out. I couldn't if I laid down in bed, I was my mind was going too fast. Yep. I wouldn't be able to go to sleep.
0: Yep, I watched Clone Wars and I think I fell asleep around two thirty and was like, OK, good. I think I can fall asleep now. But this. So, man, so, I, re- I really recommend people go see it. Yeah. Um.
1: Lots, and lots of language. Holy crap! I'm. I was gonna say, I'll, in terms of rating, I'm gonna give it a buoy out with I'm a with, you. with a asterisk there. Like it's very R yeah. in terms of its, in terms of its language. <laughs> uh, violence wise, it's not. It's the, not super. It's violent. not super violent, and it's not. There's not. It's not super sexual. Yeah. So like, if like, those things are bothersome, but language isn't like. But if language really does bother you, then yeah, mm-hmm. this one it's pretty it's pretty heavy. But I do, I I really do recommend people go see it yeah. just for that, and understand that it's going to probably give you some anxiety. <laughs> but like, I like don't see it if you're over the age of eighty-five. The last movie <laughs> to do that to me was Annihilation. Yeah, and even that wasn't to this level. Yeah. Before that, it was probably Gravity. But uh. just that, like.
0: I didn't see that in theater, so that movie had no impact on
1: me. Dude, that yeah, that movie does not work on a aura. It has to be on a. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I recommend it. Again, just go in with the knowledge that you're in for a little bit of a, also of a ride. Just remember the way it starts, is not how
0: it finishes. Yeah, this movie at the beginning, you're gonna be like, "What is going on? What is this?" The, the first 10, 15 minutes is Adam Sandler just like walking around New York, kind of yelling at people New York style, trying to sell diamonds. Hey, Katie cat. Oh, hey, Simon, welcome to the pod. Um, but yeah, just l- let the movie take shape because it will really take a shape. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, Booyah. Yeah. Booyah, booyah. with an asterisk. Booyah.
1: Astro- booyah. Um, sh- let's do... Moving to some news? A couple of news stories, I guess. I yeah, there's not much many. this week. I mean, it's it's the holiday week, so there's not a ton. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, All those news outlets are at, aren't working. <sighs> that le- leaves us less to talk about, but not really because... Maybe got, that's a good thing. <laughs> we've got so many other things. Um, oh, boy. Uh, so let's just hit... Can I do a few box office stories? No. Okay. So, yes, you <laughs> Uh Congrats to Star Wars, which is dominating. It's doing really well. Um, should hit that billion mark here pretty quick. I'm curious how it will compare to The Last Jedi. Right now, it's slightly under yeah. where The Last Jedi was.
0: I feel like it's going to hit one billion, and then that will like be it. Where, that would you, Maybe like 1.1. The 1. Last Jedi was 1.5? or 1.6 by the end of it, I think. Force Awakens was 2? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think just the way it's kind of being looked at, seeing everybody's tweets on the Twitter, first of all, it's just hilarious. (laughs) That... People are getting so worked up. Like, it's just The Last Jedi all over again, but it's, like, the opposite. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. Like, I... I love getting on Twitter and seeing people complain about the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> just, I think the Last Jedi helped with that. It's just like, you know what? Just let the people who like it enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You, okay. don't, you don't have to like it. You can complain about it. I'm not saying don't do that, but... Gosh, it's it's
1: disappointing. I, I want to like say where the tweets are, but they are. I know they're very spoilery. Spoil- very um, because they have to do with one thing. On the opposite end of things, oh oh whoa, the tale of cats. Cats is brought Simon, in. Simon, did you see cats yet? What are you doing? You want to go play? He probably wants to go play. <laughs> <laughs> He's going crazy. Wish everyone could Should see him. Should I go him. open the door for him? Sure. Cat's uh, made a very sad $38 million in its first nine days. That's off of a $100 million, reported $100 million budget. Uh, probably another $50 million in marketing, which means it probably has not even made back its marketing budget. Oh dear. Oh, Cat. Well,. <laughs> whoops
0: first of all I mean get my ears in they took out the main like magic of the movie which is the costumes and the stage <laughs> yeah so I can understand why people don't care about
1: it it's also such a
0: weird also it looks horrible <laughs> it's,
1: it's just a weird thing like I don't I don't know the target audience for this but Oh, well. Um, and then the last I box. really what is Oh, see. no. I have two more box <laughs> office things. Uh, well, first off, Uncut Gems, uh, we, the movie we just talked about, is apparently A24's most profitable movie off the first weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. Makes uh, sense, too, because first of all, it's really good. And also, Adam
0: Sandler. Adam Sandler. He is a box office draw. Yeah. So.
1: Yep. Um, and then finally, Knives Out passes the $100 million domestic and $200 million uh, That's good. International box office. That's good. It's really good for indie films um, mm-hmm. to to be out there and making making money, especially when you have mm-hmm. juggernauts like Star Wars, Wars and, and Jumanji. Jumanji and Cats.
0: Oh no! Oh, I it. Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, no, ex, uh, exciting times. Whether you're a uh, a Star Wars fan or a Cats fan, certainly exciting. <laughs> I, not all good, but certainly exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> Lots of discussion happening. Yep. Well,
0: there's lots of angry tweeting. Yeah. Well, what do you got? So the... This is like my favorite story to cover now because it's just never ending. (laughs) Uncharted lost Travis Knight as its director. It's its sixth director. Oh, it's worse than the flesh. Oh, it's so funny. Oh my God. What is going on? Like Travis Knight left because... Tom Holland is committed to Spider-Man 3 and he's like well I'm not waiting no that's
1: like what in my my mind is that these are both Sony properties like when you bring Travis when you bring a director on it's not just there's gonna be some initial like we don't quite have everything finalized yet yada 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 we get that but like Spider Man, like. (sighs) Spider Man, in the sense of that it's a studio movie, they know about how long it's going to take to make. They know how long it's going to take for them to get their script written, for Mm -hmm. that to go through approvals and whatnot in pre production, for them to start filming. Like, they got to know this stuff and have that. Down so that you don't lose a great director like Travis Knight on another project.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: God, that's frustrating. Like I just, w- <sighs> I mean,
0: <sighs> Sony needs to do one of two things: get rid of Tom Holland.
1: Yeah, honestly, at this it's point, it's Nathan
0: Drake. It's not. He can you could get anybody, honestly, anybody that has charisma. Um. Do that, or two. Don't make the movie. (laughs) Just scrap it. We don't need it. The games are great. There's four and a half of them. Like, this is not necessary. And plus, like, with it being a young Nathan Drake, it just loses a lot of appeal for me. Yeah. Because you play those moments in the game, too, for a little bit. (laughs) Just, I think the universe is sending a message to you, Sony, to throw the entire idea in the trash can.
1: To riff off of... That's my take. So, that, that I think that concludes that story. <laughs> um, but real quick, to kind of riff off of Sony, because I, I went and saw a, mo- a movie that I didn't mention in my weekly recap. I went and saw Jumanji, finally. Oh, yeah. I finally. It's been out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, that's really good.
0: Oh, dude, I love that movie. I've,
1: I very much recommend it. I, it's a, a, probably a really high fanboy worthy. Maybe mm-hmm. a booya, maybe a little mm-hmm. booyah. I don't know. Like... <laughs> It's way easier for me to recommend that than anything else. So may, probably yeah, I'll give it a boo yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great anybody sequel. can sit down and enjoy that
0: because it's funny. Like, yeah, it's it's got the rock and Kevin Hart making fun of each other in it.
1: Yeah, what is what is better than that? Like yeah, so good movie. <laughs> Go mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have like any other. I guess the the PS5 specs leaked, which Mm. basically... They're probably the same as the Xbox. It's basically the same as the Xbox. (laughs) Um, Again, nothing's finalized. I think the leaked leaked, uh, specs put it slightly under where the Xbox is power-wise. Again doesn't matter? Probably not, because mm-hmm. games aren't actually going to utilize that power until three years in, and by then they'll have a mid-cycle console refresh, <laughs> and there'll be new things. And <laughs> so yeah. we'll learn more about that when Sony wants to talk about it. Gosh, these are all Sony stories all of a sudden. Well, why don't I switch it up for you? I'll appreciate it.
0: And I'll talk about Disney twice, kind of. Um, Ryan Reynolds confirmed that Marvel's starting production on Deadpool 3. So that is really good to hear. Um, I know everybody kind of keeps putting in the question, like, oh, is it still going to be R-rated? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It will. They're not going to throw that out of the window. Um, Really excited for that. And then also, Jon Favreau confirmed season two of Mandalorian is coming in 2020.
1: Fall 2020. And he teased an image of a new... Was that a what's gam- the Gamorian? Ga- yeah, Gamarian. the guards, one of the guard, the guard race from, uh the guard race, not like that's all they do, <laughs> from Jabba's Palace in episode six, right? Yeah. Little teaser. I don't know how to spell it, so, it. ooh, that's bad. <laughs> Gamorian Gamorrean, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. So, it should be cool. Dude, that dude was jacked. Do you think that means... Jabba is going to be involved. Jabba's going to. He gonna, can't be involved.
0: He's dead. He's dead.
1: But. Spoiler alert for <laughs> maybe. A 35 year old movie.
0: <laughs> we don't know if this connects to Rise of Skywalker at all. Maybe. Jabba isn't dead because. <laughs>
1: why not just like the 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 opening just like Empire the 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 dead speak
0: (laughs) on my bookie (laughs) who is that we're getting a broadcast Uh, Han's like
1: oh no but like we said earlier very excited for season 2 it'll be interesting to see where they take it and how they I have so many ideas call him Lucasfilm I know, John Favreau needs all the help he can get, and Luke is right here. He's got ideas. I have some. Any other news stories? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Not, not for me. <laughs> all righty. Then let's go into our main topic for tonight.
0: Mm.
1: Our decade in review. Review of the decade. Mm. From TV to movies to games. All of the things that we love here at What the Fanboy... Mm. What are some of the best things to happen in the last decade, you think? Or biggest. Maybe not even best. Maybe they were terrible. But they were important.
0: Luke, lead us off. We got so many new streaming services.
1: Mm-hmm. The rise of streaming. It's insane. How we've changed. how we've consumed content has dramatically shifted in the last decade.
0: I think At the beginning of the year, in 2010, beginning of the decade, not the year, um, I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And I think the only option was Netflix, maybe HBO, but as a channel. Right, right. Um, And Netflix was Disc gonna say they did they have some streaming at that point they had it was you you pay 9.99 for a disc and then here's some things that you can stream sure no originals yeah yeah and i i didn't get netflix till i started my free trial in like 2012 maybe i was Mm -hmm. no i was a freshman 2011 oh geez um and i would i would i would I would get movies in my mailbox at, yeah. at Tabor. Yeah. And that is not how it works anymore. <laughs> now you
1: log on. Everything is digital. I'm, can you still get discs? Yeah. I believe you can still get discs. Because I, I think my grandparents do. Oh, my god! I'll, I'll have to ask Harold uh, to be sure. But I th- I'm pretty sure they still, like... Every couple weeks they get a disc in the mail They they mail the old one back They get a new one Yeah I think so And then now you have
0: Streaming through Netflix Amazon HBO DC Universe DC Universe
1: CBS All Access
0: CBS All Access
1: Hulu Apple Disney Plus Disney Plus (laughs) NBC is Peacock we got like stars and I mean stars. Stars was stars was around, was around, but yeah, I forgot about this. It's just like kind of that they were a channel too. Originally. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's grown. It's been it's become so it's big, grown, grown tenfold. Is that you can't the count term? it? You can't count it on your hands. If There's I, so many.
0: I need another hand if I want to keep counting. We're gonna. I'll use it. my toes. Yeah, same thing.
1: Uh, that is just to go along with that, like. It's mind-bending to me. When I think of, like, what kicked off streaming, I think of House of Cards. Because Netflix was just a, here's everyone else's content. And I think they had a few shows, maybe, before House of Cards. But House of Cards was their big, like, here's Premiere. Mm-hmm. And here's Premier content that's offered nowhere else. Here is content from good directors featuring stars, yeah, and you can't you can't go to Blockbuster and rent it. You can't go to the theater and watch it. Mm-hmm. you're gonna you have to have our service, and that was one of the for h b o was doing it before then, but that was the one that was like. Oh wow! Like it's not locked behind a cable thing. I can rent it for. Back then, it was like eight bucks a month. Yeah, it was so cheap, seven bucks a month, and then like, yeah. I, I could you could binge watch it and then cancel it if you really wanted to. It's kind of that like, the the early West, I mean, we're still kind of in the Western days of the mm-hmm. streaming wars, but yeah, it was really, really unique and. Kind of cool to see. I mean, we think about now it's like oh, Kevin Spacey, yeah. But like back then it was it was a big deal.
0: And then also like Netflix was the first one to grab a canceled show. Like mm-hmm. wasn't it
1: arrested development? Arrested I mean? development. And they're
0: like, we'll finish
1: that. Thank you. Bring it back to life.
0: Now like Netflix grabs things, Amazon has been grabbing things. Um, DC Universe revamped a canceled show with Young yep. Justice and now Disney Plus is gonna do it with Clone Wars in February. Yep. yep. Nothing is dead anymore. Like no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love I love streaming services for that reason. This is uh what like ten years too late though for Firefly? R.I.P. in my heart. Yeah. But Firefly did get Serenity. <laughs> which
0: it got an ending. It did. Which it's got an ending. M- it makes me content. I'm content. But yes, that show
1: should deserve so much more. <laughs> oh, come on. <sighs> um, before it's time. It is essentially a. I don't know. But we we'll go into it. It's fine. Um, uh, to continue the topic of streaming and TV specifically, let's. Game of Thrones. 2011 to 2019. Teen. No, 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 sh- no show. Yes. yes, has ever
0: overtaken the world like Game of Thrones did. Yeah, in good ways and bad ways.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like um, its highs were high, and its yeah. its its lows were the darkest.
0: Its lows were not as bad as they actually seem. That's true. Um, um, they're just super low compared to their highs. Right. Um, when I first started watching Game of Thrones, I was taking online classes. Mm, that's dangerous. <laughs> I watched. What year was this? This is probably twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Th- no, maybe it's twenty fourteen. Because I feel like they were in middle of season four. Mm. They used to put them a lot quicker. I feel like.
1: Well, yeah, they was like one a year until yeah, season seven. Mm-hmm. So there just seven seasons? There's eight. Eight seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there was a. Break between... There's seven seasons. <laughs> There's a break between six and seven. A longer break between six and seven. And then an even longer break between seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So,
0: I was taking online classes. And in my free time, I started Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Which was just a mistake. That's a terrible decision. I, I started it on, like, a Friday. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do this, this online homework this weekend sometime. And... I, w- I watched a lot of it on Thursday or Friday or something, whenever I had started it. And I was like, okay, I, sh- I need to do this homework. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I-, I went back and I was like, all right, I'll just watch another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, i watch that episode. Go do my homework. And I could not stop thinking about it. And I was like... I have to finish it, or else I'm not gonna be able to do my homework. <laughs> Can't so for that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I watched four seasons of Game of Thrones.
1: Oh,
0: boy, <laughs> <laughs> that is a great accomplishment of mine. That, that should not be an accomplishment.
1: No, shouldn't. <laughs> but good for you, man.
0: <laughs> but I got my homework done. Just say so you no know, too. I did it, and it just filled my problems of. <sighs> Procrastinating That is a problem But yeah Game of Thrones took over And then it died The f-
1: <laughs> fiery heat of Drogon's Bad, bad breath, breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> No but yeah Still super iconic um, Any other TV Things you want to mention it's mean, a good list When did Breaking Bad happen I feel
0: like part of that was. I think it definitely ended in the
1: ended what twenty. Well, it ended this year with El Camino. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. (laughs) Touche. Breaking Bad, I think, existed mostly in this past decade. Okay.
0: Um, TV wise, we finally got live action. We we finally got Star Wars television.
1: We got Star Wars television. We we really hit a stride with superhero television. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where it had existed previously, you know, kind of in the past, I think Arrow, it was really the jumping off
0: point. That was like 20 It eight, eight, started when I was like in college. That. okay, 2011, 2012. Okay, maybe?
1: okay, cool uh, yeah, that really kicked off an era of it, I think in the 90s and early 2000s we were like, As a collective society, we're like, we want our superheroes to have the biggest budgets and look super pretty and yada, 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 and they only deserve to be on movie screens. Because in the past, we had tons of, I mean, you know, tons, but... We had a lot. We had a lot of of superhero TV shows, and I think it's really cool that, you know, maybe some of those now that were TV shows, we might not ever see again, but we're getting this other echelon of heroes to come and have their moment in the mm-hmm. sun
2: mm-hmm.
1: On, on television, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And kind of that just
0: like Eros was a real big jumping off point for those superhero TV shows, but also this decade and it did start last decade. It did, but it culminated in 2012 with Avengers. We have the invention of the shared universe, yeah, and that's that's been in the MCU, and then which also carried over into TV, mm-hmm. and then the Arrowverse has their shared universe. We have DC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're working on it. <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> they're trying.
0: They can see the trend, and they're going for it. We had failed attempts of DC. We had um, Dark Universe. Um, Godzilla Kong. Yeah. As
1: successful or unsuccessful. The Fast franchise is branching out to do more and more Mm -hmm. between a a TV series and Hobbs and Shaw. And then they just, I mean, it will be next decade, but a game. game. Yep. Um, The
0: shared franchise is is alive and thriving. (laughs) Like, if you're not doing a shared universe.
1: It's one of those things where in the past it existed as a, you had a... You had a movie, you had a property that was either a movie or a show, and maybe it had a a tie-in book or, like, a little book series. Star Wars has always been really good at, like, here's a bunch of novelizations or Mm -hmm. comics. Um, Also, I'm pretty sure
0: CSI and CSI New York and CSI Miami (laughs) didn't cross over until this decade when they saw everybody else doing it.
1: Right, right. But (laughs) that whole idea of, okay, we can create more pieces of this, of visual media, Mm -hmm. you know. TV and movies that really overlap mm-hmm. in unique ways, which is, it's been cool for sure. I think it's not been I healthy guess, for some properties. Even with Star Wars,
0: Star Wars has always been kind of a linear story, but now we have Rogue One and Solo. Yeah. And TV shows that are also pouring into that universe, and it's all, ca- and comics and books, it's all canon now. Yep. If you make, and video games, if you make a Star <laughs> Wars story, you have to get it approved to be canon. Yep. Which, first of all, I can't stand. I, somebody's Means her
1: fan fiction will never get <laughs> canonized. No! It just...
0: <laughs> I think you can pour too much into a shared universe. Absolutely. Um, somebody's going to want to do something and they're going to be
1: like, Ooh, sorry, that can- contradicts this book we wrote. We killed that character off. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> you make a movie and then you're like... No, screw whatever happened in that movie. It doesn't matter.
0: What movie?
1: I'm not bitter.
0: I don't remember that. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Oh yeah, solo with the dice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the yeah. Di- oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars has a sub collect uh, shared universe of like just the movies with the dice. Yeah. <laughs> the dice verse. Dice a verse. Um
0: What else? Just, well just the- been, i'm just trying to think of shared universe at this point oh my gosh i just thought it's it's like a major moment we won't notice it till next decades to come mm-hmm. uh marvel bought back the rights to pretty much every single character <laughs> yeah <laughs> except one yeah <laughs> two with <laughs> the whole cult. but I think everybody wanted it, but nobody thought it would happen. Yeah. Which is just... It's insane. Disney acquiring...
1: And they acquired... Acquisition. I mean, honestly... It's just the acquisition area. The thing of you know what is influential this last decade it's its acquisitions right it's it's, disney <laughs> mostly it's disney there's there's been other you know mm-hmm. at&t and time warner yeah and, and dc and and then so yeah we're going to have and and what honestly scares me for the decade to come is we're going to have three monolithic studios I just don't know if Paramount can survive you right like is Paramount and Sony gonna team up next get ready for it <laughs> for another Transformers movie that's all I can say if if, if honestly I kind of predict I don't know who else So no Sony's it's like yeah I could totally see like Sony buying out Paramount Paramount and then you have then you'd
0: have Warner Universal Disney Sony yeah.
1: Lionsgate, Lionsgate's not. But well, they're small. They don't. I think they, they, they pull in like five percent of the yeah globe, well you know the yearly box office anyway. They're so.
0: they're a, they're a they're in the minor leagues. Yes. Yeah,
1: they're not a they're not a major. Feeding studio into the majors,
0: but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, lots lots of things are different now with the really big studios,
1: and I know some people don't like it. But I, I do. To counter? I mean, uh, not necessarily to counter. I But in lieu of those, I think we've also, like, yeah, we're seeing fewer studios make fewer movies with bigger budgets. But we've also had a rise in high-quality indie movies, um, where in the 90s, early 2000s, you got indie movies. They were never real high caliber though you could always tell like and you can still tell and to a certain degree because it's not a 300 million dollar movie um but like we i have enjoyed so many good indie movies the past three years like oh my gosh uh, three weeks like <laughs> yeah yeah, well, yeah and, and this year alone but like i i don't know like maybe i'm my tastes are changing changing, and i'm just looking for those more i think but
0: i think too for us um at least for me in wichita we don't have a private theater company anymore it's a national chain and so those smaller movies get put in theaters for maybe a small amount of time warren would have never that's true warren would have never never put them out put in some of these tiny movies like uncut gems or well maybe that one because adam sandler but
1: um something like the lighthouse probably would not i would have never been able to see the lighthouse in wichita four years silver lining to regal coming to wichita i was
0: always thought behind it i was always behind it for that reason and because movie pass had been announced and i was like
1: good i can get movie pass now for however long it lasts Let's talk about MoviePass. Influential things of the decade. How do we... We've talked about streaming as a, as a way that we consume mm-hmm. our media. But even how we go to the movies has changed with subscriptions. We've turned going to the movies into a subscription service. Is that... How did we do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's crazy. But it, it's awesome for people like us who mm-hmm. do want to go see 10 movies a month. Yeah. Like, that's just not financially possible otherwise Mm -hmm. Um, and it's good for it's good for movies especially the smaller ones who aren't going to get your ticket because I've got to go see Jumanji and Knives Out and Star Wars and now I don't, now that's 30, 45 bucks Mm -hmm. now I don't have any more money to spend, but no like because I have Regal Unlimited I can go
0: see The Lighthouse lighthouse and and not feel guilty about it
1: (laughs) yep yep Thank you, MoviePass, for being that sacrificial lamb. Yes.
0: <laughs> we don't really miss you, but.
1: Nope, not really.
0: Um. All right, negative. Negative bit of the decade. All right. Coming at you. Yep, hit me up. The rise of toxic fandom has been insane. Yeah. You're just, you're not allowed to disagree with somebody anymore. Yep. You are
1: you are <laughs> but the internet would tell you that you're not
0: yeah you can't you cannot go online because most of the talking is done online i feel like in person it's a little more civil because typically people yeah. Are warriors yeah but you can't if i would go online to a comment there and be like i didn't like batman vc brand i did people would be like Oh, you 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 don't understand movies. You don't understand Zack Snyder's genius. You're you're a dumb effing person. Go (laughs) effing kill yourself, nerd or something. Yeah, and that was toned down. Yeah. Um, in our Avengers: Infinity War first trailer reaction, I think me and Tyler said we don't like the way the suit looks for Spider-Man.
1: Oh, the the Iron Spider Iron Spider suit. Yeah.
0: We didn't think it looked good. We didn't think the CG was done. The glistening on it didn't look right. It looked plastic. We clearly say that in our review. The
1: hate, the hate. You guys got, you guys got grilled. People are like, how do
0: you not like the iron spider suit? It's the iron spider suit. Go effing kill yourself. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, dude, calm down.
1: Like, what is
0: wrong with you? It's a comic book character's costume. You know, like it's just, it just—it never ends. Like people are so willing to just be so mean to people over a movie. Yeah, I love movies more than most things, but not that much. <laughs> me, me and Brett can have a really fun tussle about Last Jedi or well, that'd be more Tyler. I don't really get into the Last Jedi because. I don't dislike that movie as much as other people. What's something that Roll we would argue sleeves. about? Hobbs and Shaw. Let's go. I don't
1: like that movie enough. Oh, too. okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just. We uh, agree on. Maybe, a maybe lot. I'm just matured enough. We agree on a lot more than we, we then we let on. Solo, I don't know. I kind of like that movie. I hated that movie. I
0: I think it's one of the worst. (laughs) It's not one
1: I'd fight for, though.
0: It's funny though because that movie is all fan service, but Rise Skywalker has so much fan service, and I like that movie. So we could argue about that. There you Um, go. Like, we're in the age of you're not allowed to disagree with somebody,
1: and that sucks. And one of the things that like there's no room for discussion anymore. One of the things we want to do is have those discussions, Mm -hmm. and have what the fanboy be a place where we we take that term fanboy and we or fangirl and we turn it from a toxic term into something to celebrate what are the things that you love let's Mm -hmm. talk about those what disappointed you it's fine i get it i Mm. get that movies disappoint you that storyline, man, that's not where I wanted that to go, or or whatever. But man, we don't if, have to hate each other over. If it.
0: I liked every single thing that came out, I think I wouldn't realize it, but I think that'd just be even more disappointing.
1: I think a lot of people, and and this may be a symptom of the Marvel movie machine. Mm. They only see a limited number of movies a year, mm-hmm. and they're only really gonna like go see. They they don't want to risk their money on something they might not like. So they're going to go see the four event, the four Marvel movies that which are all pretty by the book, they're all probably pretty safe. And then maybe a couple others here and there. And chances are most people do like the majority of the movies they see. That's not us. That's probably not a lot of the people who listen to the the podcast. I don't know that, but this mm-hmm. is a podcast that's built around consuming lots of entertainment things, so Um, so yeah like I understand to a point I get that like you want to like everything because it's you want it to have value in your life but it's okay to not like things and it's okay that things that you think you should like disappoint you or bum you out if you're liking everything
0: it probably means most of the time that the people creating that art aren't taking chances, mm-hmm. and that I don't know, it kind of goes against art. Like art is supposed to be bold.
1: Just depends on. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Are you are you consuming movies at, to be pushed, mm-hmm. challenged, or are you consuming them just to be entertained? I wouldn't say either of those are oh, wrong. Yeah. You can totally watch movies just for the sake of wanting to be entertained and have a good two hours. Um, but not for every sure. movie is made to do that. And so if a movie doesn't and that pisses you off, like, sorry, maybe that's the point. Mm. Like, that's fine. Mm. Then just don't watch that movie again. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. That was a bummer of one. Good job. It had to be said. It 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 had had, to be said. It had to be said. Uh, Can we talk about games real quick? Yes. I was
0: just going to ask that actually as well.
1: What about games as service? The rise of games as as a service. Positive or negative? Or both? Like a game pass? Sure. Or just
0: in like how... Games are companies not are releasing stuff periodically at a time. I would say all of the above. Game Pass, I've not partaken in.
1: Uh, let's not let's not do Game Pass. Okay, so no. Let's, comment on Game Pass. I mean that's more that's more like streaming, like not oh, okay. streaming games, but that idea of a subscription model. Okay, we've kind of talked about subscription models. Yeah, but let's talk about the longevity of games, games that evolve over time, whether that be Fortnite. I'd say that's probably the biggest one. It's a mm. game as service that is a it's a free game that you pay for things, but the game is constantly evolving to something like Destiny, which these are the the, the makers of probably one of the biggest franchises. Like <laughs> single player Well, not. It's not just single player, but one of you know, Halo is one of the biggest gaming franchises of the the previous <laughs> decade. And they said, well, "What if we did something that doesn't really end?" Mm. What makes you make that decision? It's, that's it's just crazy to me. And mm-hmm. I have enjoyed seasons of games as services, but for the most part, I you know it's I lose interest because I can't keep up. Yeah, what do you? What are your thoughts? Um, I agree.
0: I think it's really cool that they want to keep keep expanding on the game um like one i think of right now that i've been playing a ton of star wars battlefront 2 yeah i'm in this star wars funk i can't get out of it i need my life to be star wars (laughs) you know what i turn on star wars battlefront 2 and you know what there's 10 new characters there's five new maps heck yeah all free and people are still playing the game and they keep adding new stuff, and I'm sure they're going to keep adding new stuff from like Rise of Skywalker and stuff that. Oh yeah, will keep continue to come out. Um, put in a soccer tunnel, please. Um, <laughs> please. I think that is a real testament that they're kind of paying attention to what a consumer wants. Um, single player games are great, yes. I'd actually prefer a single player you get the game the game ends it's done story over yeah but what Call of Duty drives me crazy and I like Call of Duty I got Black Ops 4 I like that game but they release a new one every year and they charged $60 for it every year and they charge for a battle pass now every time that's the part that annoys me
1: so to go it's along a, with games pro, as a service is the how we pay for our games.
0: Yeah, it's the games as a fruit service, depending on how they do it, is really good or bad. Yeah. I would say really bad.
1: <laughs> Depends on the game. Depends on the game. Uh you know, with the the rise of mobile games, I think we saw micro microtransactions at their worst that you know kind of poured into console and, and yeah. PC gaming. Um, and then want... we had, we had PC gaming, which was kind of introduced us to that idea of, uh, like play a game before it's done, mm. you know, pay, pay 20 bucks. And instead of paying 60, you get the, you get the final game when it comes out, but you're going to like basically beta test this game for us. Yeah. Looking at you, PUBG <laughs> and Arc. Like, th- <laughs> like those are two examples of games that are like really good now. Mm. Um, but how has it affected our how has it affected the quality of games that come out we have games like anthem that release that are pretty fundamentally flawed that could have used another 6 months to a year in the oven so does you know the development oven mm-hmm. like there's good stuff there and the great thing about games as a service being a thing is that they've been able to make improvements mm-hmm. Destiny Two had the same issue. I mean, not the same issue, Destiny but like 1. <laughs> Destiny One, right? Like <laughs> Battle Battlefront Two. If that game was the same game that w- was launched, I probably wouldn't buy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It's the gaming landscape has dramatically changed, and it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the next ten years. Yeah,
0: new decade, new consoles are coming out. We, we're gonna get hopefully kind of what they've learned will create an upswing yeah be like alright maybe we need to pay attention a little more to what the consumer is doing yeah it's like well they played this game for two weeks and we have all this stuff coming out but they're not playing it so it's like well sh- maybe you should give them the full game and maybe then they'll
1: <laughs> feel appreciated yeah <laughs> Battlefield Five.
0: <laughs> That's a good game.
1: It is a good game. It, it helps that
0: the extra stuff is all free with it.
1: Yeah, um, but it still does feel like that. I'm all I'm constantly torn between what game do I want to play because. I could go play the new dawning stuff in Destiny, or I could go play the new Pacific stuff in Battlefield, or I could play the new, you know, the celebration stuff in Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Or I guess there's a hop back into in Apex. Apex has the train deal. It. Like it's it's I don't know if we're at the point of oversaturation yet, but we might be. We're right on the cusp if we're not. The good
0: thing about it too is that so some some people out there they don't play every every single game. Yeah. Yep. Um some people they find their game. It's probably Fortnite. And that's like they keep getting new stuff and that's awesome. That is great. It yep. keeps them involved with it. They can keep playing it and then play with their friends and it's really cool. Yep. I
1: would agree that it's it's probably it doesn't help Not that as we, big of a deal for everyone else as it is for me because I've. We want to play so much. I want to try everything, and I and I have friends who play every all of those games. Mm. You know, in a, in our my Slack chat group, I've got we've got different channels for for different kind of games, and yeah. a bunch of people are like, "Hey, let's let's hop back on Halo because because Halo reaches out on the MCC now, mm-hmm. and they've got like a whole little battle past season progression thing, which is you don't have to pay for, but it's there, so there's things to chase after. Yeah. And there's yeah. So oh, it's stressful for me, but mm-hmm. I am glad it exists for other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we
0: kind of, kind of I kind of mentioned it with single player games, but me personally, um, I feel like towards the beginning of the decade, everything was multiplayer based, mm-hmm. and then just recently. Slowly crawling through these last couple years, like kind of started, I felt like, in kind of maybe one or two in like 2012 or 2013, 2014. There's one more 2015, <laughs> a little more 2016, a little more. The single player game is coming back, it's
1: coming back. Yep, I would agree. Um, man, The Last of Us,
0: God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. We've had two major Bethesda games. Bethesda (laughs) (laughs) listen you guys I love Skyrim love that game it's one of my favorite games didn't love Fallout 4 but you guys kind of blew it this deck you guys were round and third and you tripped (laughs) and you broke your nose and you're like ah i brought it back to third and I'm gonna cry and you you got caught out man you're you're running in but you're out um gosh dang it but yeah the the single player game is back yeah um and then I mean you like you have the Arkham games the Uncharted games the Assassin's Creed games really started to revamp when they made them open world RPGs and three three of my favorite games come from the stick egg. yeah all single player single player based new that's not true two of them are new IPs <laughs> um, I just I'm really glad to see that and I really just want to keep that continuing I would gladly gladly give up Xbox Live Gold if all I needed was single player games because yeah. there's just so many good ones yeah but most of the time I just don't hear about them or it doesn't seem like they're that good yeah or they're on PC, which I don't have. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: I'm. I like JT's comment. <laughs> Bethesda is a bad word. You take that back, Luke. <laughs> Look, Bethesda, has not been perfect by any stretch of the imagination, uh, and especially in recently. That said, I do think they had a good run, especially near the beginning of the decade. I think they're going to have a fantastic run at the beginning of the next decade between Starfield Starfield, and and Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls. Six, five, six, six. It's six, six, six. Like, I don't have any proof, but my guess is that those are just probably going to blow people away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they do way more than just... I mean, we've got... Uh, like Doom, mm. was great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, like that's such a good return to form in terms of like what what was the shooter?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: such a fun game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. No, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, their their recent blunders have been big and they have been bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not that's that shouldn't define the company. I don't think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only the eighth inning, right? Still have another inning. We got another inning. That's fine. (laughs) All good.
1: Gotta keep the baseball (laughs) metaphor going. Oh, um, um, in terms of mobile games, I don't play mobile games. Sorry. No, and that's fine. I think just here at the end of the decade, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade, I think, is going to kick off a. uh, I won't say revolution. But it it's gonna make mobile games way more enjoyable for those of us who consider ourselves hardcore gamers, um, who don't want to sit through. Hey, give us more money to play the game, or here's f- an ad. Wait ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, getting, I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say that that like that happened this decade. I'll we'll look back at a as it, we'll look back at it as a <laughs> next decade thing. <laughs> In another ten years, but happy to say that I think it's starting now, with that realization that mobile games did probably get, they went too far one way. Yeah. And now we're gonna like coming back, coming back. We're back. Maybe
0: I really what like what JT uh, said here. Hmm. Um. Neither has Bioware. So there have been awesome stuff from newcomers and flops by those who were supposed to deliver gold. When you see Bioware pop up, you go what? And they gave us Anthem. I like that game. But I, I know that it's not that good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and, like, for me, they also gave us Mass Effect Andromeda, which yeah. was my first Mass Effect game. So, to me, not that bad. Yeah. But, like, comparatively... No, I like, I get it. Um, I just... It's... <sighs> I think because games and especially big games are so time intensive and they come out. Publishers can only put out one game at a time. Yeah. And it's a little, honestly, it's a little bit like star Wars. You get it. Maybe star Wars past, maybe not star Wars present. (laughs) You, you get, you, there's enough time between each one. You really want each one to be good because you know, it's going to be another four years before you get the next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, if it's a miss, it's really disappointing. If there's two misses in a row, oh my gosh. Yeah. Heaven forbid. I just think maybe we put, and I'm not, this is not a cop out by any means, but just game development, much like movies, much like TV, it's all super difficult. And we may like go on a little rant here and there about how we think. Oh, why
0: isn't this better? Why don't we do the job? It's not that hard to make a good game.
1: Exactly. While there, we I do that, <laughs> I spots. appreciate it. Um, like it is, it is hard, and and being able to say your piece about maybe not liking something and then not holding it against them. That's something I think we need to work on. JT, were you here for the uh, the toxic fandom portion of our chat? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, man. We love you. <laughs> He's doing it right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's talk about it, right? Like- yeah. Um,
0: trying to think if there's any more games stuff. Um, it's not game-related, but I felt like it was a really... For me, uh, not a lot... Yeah, I was like, No, that didn't come out. Oh shoot. I was going to talk about why the last man that is old. That um, is old. But Paper Girls super good. I really really enjoyed that comic. <coughs> Mr. Miracle. Mm, yeah. Um <sighs> That comic was It doesn't make sense that Mr. Miracle was a superhero comic about a fourth dimension new god stuff like the material that that thing covers is it's just so well done it's so well written and it's so impactful you just you don't really expect it from a comic and i mean you should right like comics gave us watchmen and like why the last man and stuff that just It's just like, oh wow, this is society. This is what our world is like. Yeah. It's a comic about alien gods. Like, man.
1: Mr. Miracle's so good. I love that comic so much. There have been some good, I like the really good comics this last decade. Mm -hmm. I think Uh, the freedom that comics have to push characters into places that they aren't allowed to go in TV and movies is really unique and really Mm -hmm. cool. And I, and I really love that. um, Mm -hmm. that those, you know, Marvel DC, whomever owns those characters is allowing authors and artists to tell stories in in those Mm -hmm. unique ways that we're not going to get in a movie because they don't want to take that risk.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Happy New Year's to you as well, JT. Um, All right. This is a review of the year. How do we actually review it? We've kind of recapped it.
1: Gosh, dang it. Yeah, the decade. That's what I said. You did. That's absolutely what you said. (sighs)
0: do we actually review it
1: i don't know if you get i give it a fanboy
0: worthy i recommend everybody take part in the next decade there's my recommendation i give it a eight out of ten i
1: think (laughs) it's really easy for me to say
0: i'll do this in the past 10 years my personal fandom has grown so much, and I am having so much fun Yeah, doing this. Agreed. Like, I, I love watching movies, and I really like playing video games. I'm nothing like Brett and Tyler. Like, they can really put their minds into video games and what all they're doing. I just want to have fun. Um, I just... In 2010, I was watching movies. I loved superheroes. Mm -hmm. I was really starting to get into superhero movies ever since, like, The Dark Knight came out. Um, I just, I just, I love it so much. I love talking about it. I love speculating about Star Wars so much. Before the show, we're just talking about all these Star Wars directions that we want to take it. And I just love it. And I... I feel like in 2010, compared to where I am now, sitting on December 30th of 2019. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. I would agree. Ten out of ten. Because <laughs> it's been ten years. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. I'd I'd say the same. I I think for people who probably the majority of people who consume our show. Consider themselves fanboys or fangirls for people like us it has it's been great because there's so much to enjoy Mm -hmm. there's something for everybody my my caveat is that for maybe a general general audience a general consumer we may be getting to that point where there's there's so much that it's hard to keep track so it is fanboy worthy so it's probably fanboy worthy (laughs) But that said, like just like you said, there's so much that it's that it, honestly, there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. In those in those casual the the casual audience of video games or movies or TV, if they put in even a little amount of work to find what they want, mm-hmm. they'll find something enjoyable. So, and like
0: there's always those shows or movies that everybody talks about, and there's always the one people don't expect, like Stranger Things. Yeah. Um everybody I feel like everybody watches Stranger Things. My mom watches Stranger Things. Yeah. and that's awesome. I can talk about Stranger Things with my mom. I can't really like I can talk about Star Wars with my mom, but I I start going a little overboard sometimes. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, but like I I watched the first two seasons. I think I binged them with my mom. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. I love that I can
1: do that. Oh my my mom got a, a where's Barb. <laughs> T like glass and yeah. <laughs> her shirt, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but
0: I guess my recommendation would be to everyone and it doesn't have to be a movie or a TV show or, or a video game. Find the thing
1: that you love and just dive in. I'm gonna have a different opinion. Okay. I'm gonna say find something you love and dive in. And find something that you don't think you'll like and let it challenge you. Mm.
0: What I said is, that's what I want to
1: say. I, 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 I just thinking? pushed it. I didn't disagree with you, I guess. Well, there. <laughs> I said that too. Don't limit yourself to just dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find that one thing that you're like, you know, maybe... Yeah, and try it. Take chances. Yeah, take a chance every once in a while. Because mm-hmm. I, I f- took a chance on Marriage Story. I didn't really think I'd like it. Because no I, I love it. I think what you'll end up doing is is finding more things you enjoy, mm-hmm. or or appreciating the things that you do even more. Because oh, that's not. I didn't really enjoy that. But at least I have this. I have mm-hmm. my comfort food. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> for me, that
0: was horror. Yeah, I did not watch horror. You didn't mm-hmm. three years ago. <laughs> And then I watched the It chapter one trailer and I was like, this movie looks good, but I don't like scary movies. And so I was like, well, we're going to watch The Conjuring. Conjuring is my favorite scary movie. And now I really enjoy watching horror stuff. I'm, I'm not as afraid to do it. Yeah, I, I had to discover that the joy that comes with horror is... the laughter that comes after being scared Mm -hmm. because you go "Ah!" (laughs) 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 at least that's what i do don't ever watch a horror movie with me i talk to the screen
1: he does i i talk to the screen it's very i'm I'm the i'm the person i hate in theaters you watch (laughs) here's what you do you watch the movie by yourself or with whomever not luke and then you watch it with luke you just watch luke watch the movie and it's really entertaining (laughs)
0: we ever do a, a horror movie commentary, we need to try and find one that I haven't seen. Yes! That's a great idea. And then we'll just give me an earphone so I can hear a little better.
1: Yeah, I like it. Um, that was our decade in review. Yeah, good decade. Good decade. I approve, I approve. of the decade. I, appro- I approve. Um, let's hop over to the fan box. we got a couple questions.
2: What?
1: Mm. Uh, at Shorts, Shorts King Joel asks, and, oh, Joel, he was a... Not a special guest, he was a but he was special audience a special audience member, member. last week. Yeah. Thank you for joining us last week, Joel. That was fun. It was. It's not something we do often. Yeah. But you know, yeah, he, he was to in, be town. in town. Then we got to talk a lot of Star Wars after our Star Wars episode. Uh, disclaimer. Just because you're in town does not mean we'll let you come sit on the show with us. <laughs> just, it just so happened to work out. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this is not a guarantee. This is not an open... <laughs> yes. <laughs> the door's not always open. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joel asks, in a fight to the death, who do y'all got? Aang or Korra? Uh, this would be Aang from uh, The Last Airbender or Korra from... Uh, what is her show and His name? The Legend. The Legend of Horror. <laughs> uh, both set in the same universe. Man, they're I They're both like the same character, right? I think they'd tie because
0: <laughs> they're fighting themselves. They so just, they'd both. It's like fighting a mirror.
1: If they were both going 100%, no one would win. Uh, I guess the question is is one of them less likely to go 100%? <laughs> What what version of Aang? Well in the, We
0: talking like in the Twitter, twenty twenty four year old Aang who's had some training and in is doing the, some twi- stuff now? In the
1: Twitter picture it looked like he was pretty uh, amped up, so My gut would say Aang, but I I love Korra too much. <laughs> sorry, I didn't I like Korra better than Aang. I did not like
0: the Legend of Korra show. I gave up on it which really sucked because I loved The Last Airbender. I was... I just... I thought it was so boring. Um, I'll go Korra. You go Aang. There we go. We split. I I, I would go Aang, I think, just because I feel like he had so much more going against him. I feel like he kind of pushed through more Mm -hmm. and he was younger. Um... And had less training. Flip side, I think Korra could win because she has had training and she's kind of an angry
1: person. Ditto. <laughs> I, like, I like your answer. I'm going to copy it.
0: But uh, I'll pick Aang.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll pick Korra. Just so we can be different. What? You
0: pick Korra? <laughs>
1: Let's fight. Toxic? Toxic?
0: You suck. You suck, <laughs> I never want to do another podcast with you ever again.
1: Um, that's okay. I still love you. Okay, good. I'm over it. I'm not going to win by fighting what I hate, but by saving what I love, which is our friendship. Are we supposed to kiss? (laughs) (laughs) What's the next question, Brett? No, and I scooted about five feet away when you said, "Um, (laughs) at Stites and asks in the Star Wars universe, what other Star Wars story would you like to see? AKA Solo." Rogue One, you know, not a not a mainline. What's a spinoff movie? Um, I'll let you
0: interpret her question since you're the wife. Does it have to be a Star Wars story based off kind of someone
1: we've seen or something we've heard of? It, it couldn't be. Well, I don't know. I think it has to be based in Star Wars lore in some f- facet. Okay. Does that make sense? Is this a is this a one off? When yeah. you say, okay, <laughs> that changes my answer. <laughs> um, no, you can't do your your 12-episode or yeah movie arc thing. No, one-off. Well, okay. We'll do a one-off. Um, At best, a trilogy of, like, Solo no, was I'll supposed go, to be three movies type go, of thing. I'll go one-off, Rogue One style. Okay. <sighs> <sighs>
0: hmm. Hmm. I would love... Is that too similar to Rogue One, maybe? I just love a Bounty Hunter versus movie. Mm. So, like, throw maybe, like, Cad Bane versus... Cad Bane on some mission. Make it this... I'd love a gritty R-rated Star Wars grim bounty mm-hmm. hunter story man yeah and I think Cad Bane is worthy of story plus I've been watching Clone Wars and man his, his character is so cool <laughs> he sounds so cool too ah Master Jedi <laughs> I can't do it he does he has a very <laughs> cool can you mix those together in the edit sure why not I think no I'm not perfect. going to
1: <laughs> um I will say a direct uh a follow up to where we leave Ahsoka at the end of Clone Wars. What does she do at when she leaves? What's so that like next story? Season 7 of Clone Wars? Well, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> but maybe
0: after that. Sure, after that. I mean, there's the span of whatever when
1: Revenge of the Sith through her showing up
0: in Rebels spoiler
1: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah um, that you could explore yeah so yeah I'd love a little standalone Ahsoka movie you know I didn't say Ahsoka because I knew you were going to say <laughs> it.
0: and I'm really glad I was right about that so
1: my uh, yeah
0: otherwise I'd have had to change my answer yeah cheat.
1: well my favorite one of my favorite storylines with her is like at the very end of her story when they're on Coruscant, and they're searching for like they're going like down into the depths. Yeah. like I'd love like give me two and a half hours of a live action of that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like like Blade Runner style with lightsabers. Oh, Blade Runner with lightsabers just blew my mind. I just blew my own mind. I uh, agreed in Boss Gungan style. I appreciate <laughs> your enthusiasm for that. Thank you. Stephanie for that question uh, finally, from Tyler himself the 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 man in the middle who's the beautiful not here. Tyler if you could <laughs> replay any game for the first time again, what would it be
2: Ooh
0: do you have yours? Uh, sure. Okay, you go, because I need to iny meeny miny mode. <laughs> uh mine would be Bioshock Infinite. <sighs> <sighs> That's a good choice. That game is freaking nuts.
1: Yeah. Oh and gosh. yeah. I, I I don't know if his it, well, it's for the first time again, so yeah. No, I just I think there's enough just with almost any RPG, like what Kind of like what, how you can customize your character. Like, I'd love to go back and just do it a little different. I don't know if I would if I'm replaying it for the first time. But the mechanics in that game plus the story is just... I love it. So, there's mine. Bioshock Infinite. I can only pick one? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Ah, these are so hard. Because, <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm thinking of my three favorite games. I'll just
1: say your three favorite. It's fine. No, I'm going to pick one.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> You know what I'd pick? Nope. I'd pick Skyrim.
1: Ah! I Put wonder. me back
0: in on 11, 11, 11, when that game came out. And just an absolute crazy, visceral fantasy world at the time. I mean, games have really grown a lot since Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, world-wise, graphical-wise, kind of everything. But that was just so awesome. I I played that game so much. I've beaten that game. Like the main storyline and then the four guilds several times. And it's just a great feeling. Yeah. And it's it's not a top three game for me. Um but to re-enter that world for the first time and see Alduin up there on mm. the on the what are was called on the castle turret.
1: What i do. Oh, good times. Was one of your other ones, I'm curious, was one of your other ones Red Dead? No, okay. My other one I would have picked would have been Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Okay.
0: Which is just such a good game. That was the first Zelda game that me and my brother played. We kind of just bought it. yeah for the game we were like okay let's get this we heard this is good
1: <laughs> why not and we're driving around in a boat going whoa <laughs> well that brings us to the end of the fan box thank you everyone you can always send us a fan box question just over on twitter Yes. Or Instagram. Sometimes sometimes we post a little thingy on Instagram that Some, you can respond to. Sometimes. you sometimes, can DM us. I mean. Sometimes Brett forgets. Slide into those um, Uh You can also just email us at whatthefanboy@gmail.com at if you're not into the social media game.
0: Maybe the question is really long or you need to send a link and a bunch of pictures or maybe a graphical chart.
1: There you go. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what the email's for. <laughs> uh, you can find all of our stuff over at whatthefanboy.com. Uh, we've got... Conveniently right there on the homepage, links to kinda of all of our most recent stuff. Uh be on the lookout for our Mandalorian thing. We'll probably be probably in a week. Yeah, probably that first week of January. Yeah. First full week of January. Look out look for that. Um But yeah, you can subscribe to the show, obviously. iTunes or Spotify. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, Google Play, podcasts. Um Yeah, we're glad that you guys watch and listen. Thank you for a fantastic 2019. Thank you for... I know we haven't been doing the
0: whole decade together, but the past... Yeah. Like two and a half years. A year and three quarters. Yeah. For Brett. Has been... So awesome. Like, when we first put on a Wonderwood episode, I couldn't
1: believe people listened to it. And look
0: where we are today. Brett's doing all the work now, and I just <laughs> have to talk. It's great. Like.
1: <laughs> we need to figure out how to change that. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, when when does my—2020 my, my 20, 2020 is when I get my raise, right?
0: Yes, from $0 to—, to- See, up
1: zero it's by t- It's multiply. We'll give you a 10% raise okay. off zero dollars. Off zero dollars. Perfect. So, zero dollars. <laughs> Sounds good. Until 2020. See you guys. Woo.
0: Bye. And all things on.